codes and code breaking are an intriguing part of human history. Almost since the day writing was invented, there's been a need to keep certain things secret. And throughout history, humans have used a vast and growing variety of methods to keep their messages on the down low. And just like the need to keep secrets, there also evolved a need to extract those secrets. That's where code breaking and cryptology came in. And this is where one woman, obscured in the shadow of her more famous husband, stepped up to save the United States and the Allies of World War II from being overtaken by the Nazis and the Axis powers. And she did it without the aid of sophisticated computers or advanced technology. She mostly did it with paper and pencil. I'm Kevin Tumlinson, and this is The Written World. As part of the writing process, I end up doing a lot of research and reading. Some of this is intensive, such as reading half a dozen books on a topic, searching out YouTube videos and documentaries, that sort of thing. Some is just spot research, a quick dip into Wikipedia, or a Google search for things like common Russian boy names. As I was writing my book, The Stepping Maze, I read everything I could get my hands on about World War II era code breaking. And one of the books I stumbled upon was The Woman Who Smashed Codes by Jason Fagon. It's a look into the life of Elizabeth Friedman, wife of famed cryptologist William Friedman. Though William gets all the historic credit, particularly for his part in the founding of the NSA, Elizabeth may be the bigger powerhouse when it comes to their code-breaking legacy. She contributed as much, if not more, than any male counterpart when it came to deciphering the coded messages of the Nazis during World War II. And because of her work, a pretty serious threat against the United States was quashed before it began. Prior to World War II, during the Prohibition era, Elizabeth was recruited to work with the Coast Guard. She was instrumental in finding, exposing, and ultimately taking down a secret network of rum runners and gangsters, assisting law enforcement in bringing some pretty shady characters to justice. And she did it with the complete disdain of the media, who preferred to call out how attractive and unsupposing she was rather than emphasize her utter brilliance. This sort of treatment was something that would plague Elizabeth all her life. Even during World War II, her exposure of a Nazi spy ring in South America was co-opted by a new fledgling law enforcement agency, the Federal Bureau of Investigations. In an effort to make a name for himself and the FBI, J. Edgar Hoover blatantly took credit for Elizabeth's work framing everything in such a way that it was an FBI victory by FBI resources. If you've ever read much history about Hoover, you won't find this surprising at all. He was kind of a tool. It's notable, by the way, that during the time that Elizabeth was taking down Nazis using a pen and a legal pad, she was also caring for her husband William. His own work in cryptography is astounding and includes some of the most incredible advances to that field of study the world has ever known. He and his team created an encoding and decoding machine that was so effective that it was never cracked. In fact, 
the Nazis and the Japanese ceased even attempting to crack U.S. coded messages as it was such a phenomenal waste of time. The guy was that good. But it came at a huge cost. The intense hours and pressure, the absolute need for secrecy, even from his wife, and the burden of knowing that lives depended on every stroke of his pen and every clever thought, it eventually took a toll on him. William suffered a complete breakdown and, for a time, was committed to a sanitarium. At a time when all mental illness was treated with brutal and horrifying methods, William faced not only life-threatening treatments, but the potential end of his career, even if he were, quote, cured. Elizabeth stepped in to care for him during this time, creating for him a peaceful and happy home life with her and their children, encouraging him and standing for him as he faced challenges with employers. And at one point, they had to fight for him to be paid for his work and fought again to keep him in his role with the military. She did this, all of it, while continuing to break the codes used by the enemies of the U.S. and the Allies. She kept her husband sane, her family healthy, both their careers intact, and the country safe. What a woman. Though The Stepping Maze isn't about Elizabeth Friedman, and only briefly mentions her, I can tell you that her spirit is there. I appreciate people with her sort of inner strength and her brilliant intelligence. She is a figure obscured in history, but is an absolute linchpin in the mechanics of our modern world. And we all owe her more than we can repay. If you like this story, you might also enjoy a good thriller novel. I happen to write thriller novels, including archaeological thrillers, science fiction, fantasy, and more. And you can find all of them by visiting writtenworld.us. Go there now and start a new adventure. And thanks in advance. This episode of The Written World was written and produced by me, Kevin Tomlinson, with an original score by the incredibly talented Nick Thacker. Nick can and will compose a score for your book or other project if you visit him at sonataandscribe.com slash writtenworld. That's Sonata, A-N-D-Scribe, dot com, slash Word and World. Tell him Kevin sent you.